Welcome back, people. It's episode six of season three. It's currently February 7th. We're a little early this week. Yeah. How we doing, Vince? Great. We're recording on Tuesday because Mikey Boy is going to be jet-setting tomorrow. Um, but it's good because, you know, there's a lot of stuff brewing right now. We got a decent NBA chunk to talk about today. I am jazzed, my friend. Yeah, man, and we got a strange and unusual. We got some shit we got to talk about. We got Super Bowl picks. We oh, got some Super yeah. Bowl swag, Pro Bowl stupidity, Henson shaving. I mean, all what more could you want out of a podcast? All the boys. Is all I'm going to say, right? Right? Well, as always, right. thank you for... <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> as always... <laughs> As always, thank you for joining us once again, and we are back with a strange and unusual. Uh, Vince, you know, I'm going to take this one because he's my guy. Uh, do I approve yeah. of his explicit nature with this post? Not so much. Because it made you feel a little goofy. <laughs> I don't know how it made me feel to, to the record. Were you but, uh, you know, Were you smitten? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that's the word. Maybe a little, <laughs> Maybe a little confused. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Tom Brady retires uh, as of last week. We did talk about that, and Tom is the goat of all uh, things quarterback in, in football. But uh, clearly, he's now the goat of thirst traps and showing <laughs> outline of the mushroom cap on Twitter and every other social media platform in existence. So, yeah, yep. I have no idea what's going through his mind. Um, you know, I know retirement can hit people differently, but here clearly we're going through a midlife crisis. I have no problems with it. I uh, yeah. I think the only thing he could have done is it was the perfect opportunity just to flash hog, and then he decides to cover it up with his hand. And I think that is criminal um, because, you know, the people are asking, the people want to know. And, like, honestly, if he's the best football player ever, he better flash hog. So that's where I stand on it. I think uh, it's good for a new retiree to just hop right on OnlyFans while he's still hot, and then people can just join him there. So I support him. <laughs> um, Tommy Hogs is my new nickname for the guy. Tommy and I'm happy Hogs. that he's doing it. Yeah. Tommy Hogs. Tommy Hogs. Maybe that's going to be his OnlyFans name. You know, I mean, how fucking funny would it be if he if he retires from football and starts an OnlyFans? Just <laughs> it's like you're way too wanks. rich for this. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, I mean he's he's trying have to have a whole segment called Weekly Wanks. And- <laughs> You'd be like, hey guys, just finished my avocado ice cream. Look at my peen. Uh, I mean, you could tell that he was trying to trying to copy the Julian Edelman Edelman thing because he used to post thirst traps on the daily because he's obviously ripped. So I get it, but well, also I'm like, you're you're way too old to be doing this. Like, you know, his kids like, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> Put that away, dude. He's like, know, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to give kissy faces or look hot for anybody except for me. And that's why he's pissed. Maybe this is all part of the grand illusion of trying to win back Giselle. It's like, Could hey, be. look, I'm going to post a thirst trap, make you all jelly. You're banging, you know, you're a jujitsu trainer. And now I'm I'm going to show a little Tommy Hogs, as Vince would call him now. Tommy Hogs. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> that's Hogs my guy. going to have He's gonna have every thirst trap in Miami ready, uh, ready to go. You know, just. Do you ready think to anybody actually bought underwear because of that? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, 100%. the problem with it is it's a underwear ad, and like, again, like perfect time to flash hog. He didn't. He didn't even show the whole well, he's underwear. Classy guy, it's like, he's a classy right, guy. but if you're gonna, gonna advertise undies, gonna you gotta show undies. I'm not saying I want to see the whole thing. I'm just saying like. 
how is it going to hold your your talia you know like is it going to be nice and is it going to be firm and is it going to set up well that's my question and you don't is know because he's out there holding going it. to be palatial in the regalia is the real question and right uh, i guess we just don't know um, thank you for putting it into the, words that's exactly what i was thinking right right yeah, Are, yeah. Is, is the talia going to feel palatial in the regalia and you know that's the term we gotta really roll with with this i think um i mean the 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 undies do look palatial yeah um it's just how the regalia fits to your point and no one knows because t hogs wouldn't show off the goods so that's on the mushroom cap i mean but hey you know what every thirst like this every never 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 let a good thirst trap go to to go to waste so right. you know he's gonna have every thotty in Miami and thot Amy yeah. ready to come after him. I mean, they're about to name their basketball stadium Bang Bros Arena. So I yeah. mean, maybe this is a promo for them. Maybe he becomes an ambassador for the Miami Heat. You don't know. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful ladies on the interwebs all over the place, and I feel yeah. like there's there's just not enough like grown 45 year old men. So this one's for the ladies and the lads that like it that way. And I think it's good for them. It's all good, man. I mean, you know, Hey, he's, he's not going to let this thirst trap go to waste. He's single now. He's living in Miami. That's what he's saying. He's like, I'm free batch. It's like, it's like sending a nude on Snapchat after you break up with your girlfriend or something. Right. He's looking for that attention. He needs, he needs some strange in his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he needs some kids nothing life. unusual, just some pure strange. Just <laughs> Tommy exactly. Tommy Hogg's looking for some strange. <laughs> Tommy Hogg's looking for some strange. He's about to call his boy Leo. They're about to go, you know, search everybody. Um, hey, Leo uh, DiCaprio, congratulations! Has a 19 year old girlfriend, so he's got a six yeah. year expiration date on that. He's going to be in his 60s by that point, I believe. So. Can you believe Good that, for that him. guy's almost 60? He's in his 50s. It's insane to me. It's. I mean, he's probably drinking the blood of the children that he dates. That's how he keeps in, keeps his youth. He's in his 40s. Just... He's almost 50, so he's gonna be. Well, he's gonna be 55 by the time he breaks up with this Eden Polani. I mean, you can't like, you can't like, you know, go too out of bounds with it, right? I mean. He likes what he likes, you know? She's of willing age, I guess, and he's Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. It's just uh, being it's just in my weird. brain. I'm not saying it's illegal, like by the law, but in my brain, if I'm 48, like if I talk to a 19 year old now, I'm like, what is going on in your brain? Like, how are you yeah, thinking? Yeah, like that would that? make me feel a little weird, you know? And I'm like, 27. Old, right? If she's not old enough to drink, it's probably not okay. He's you know 20 years older than me, and he's dating a girl that I think is far too young. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, a problem. Everybody's love story is different, Vince. You know? I guess. I guess. He yeah. should take a book out of Tommy Hogg's and go single for a bit. But, you know, not everybody will. Uh, he's, he's never going to get married. You know, a lot of these girls, you know, they sign NDAs, and he does whatever the hell he wants anyway. So it's like, yeah. whatever. That's a different you life, know? bud. That is a different. I'm over here like, hey, would you like a gin and tonic? (laughs) They're like, no, get away from me. (laughs) That's my life right now. Would you like some Dingle? I'm not that way. Anyway, I'm drinking Dingle. Shout out to Dingle Gin. Not a sponsor. I just love it. One day they will be. All right, let's get into some shit we got to talk about. Shall we? I mean, Vince. You know, of course, Leo, Tommy, Tommy Hogs. You know, but now we're getting into some shit we got to talk about. So. You know, Vince, when you think of this great sport of NASCAR that I know yeah. way too much about, um, you know, what do you generally think about music wise? Are you thinking um, like 
Well, I was going to say I'll start with Jeff Foxworthy. I'll go with Dale Earnhardt. Okay. Those are two. Those are two things. And then obviously Dale, Wiz Khalifa. You got to re- no. <laughs> Not necessarily where my mind goes. Wiz, Wiz Khalifa is the music I think of. Nothing like Jason Aldean or any of those boys or Tim McGraw. Right. I think immediately of Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> yeah. So they did like the Coliseum race this weekend yeah. and it's a new thing where they take over the LA Coliseum where USC plays football and they race in the stadium. And it's like, I don't know. It's like trying to fly a fighter jet in a gymnasium. It's kind of like, what the hell are we doing here? But they always like bring out some, like trying to bring diversity to the sport and not make you feel as if it's not a total hill jacker sport, which it still is. It is. (laughs) It is. Um, But you know, let's try and little self-awareness here for NASCAR. (laughs) Yeah, no, none of that. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Wiz Khalifa gave the, uh, I guess you would call it halftime performance, half yeah. race performance. Yeah. And he did black and yellow. And then they asked him what type of energy he was going to bring. And he said, oh, I'm bringing all the gas. And yeah, smoke. they said, how's it going to be up there? He's like, smoky. <laughs> yes. And then she's like, how's the vibe going to be? He's like, all gas. <laughs> like, I kind of love that. I do. I like Wiz Khalifa. It's, it- it's funny. I mean, Wiz is, you know, he'll live forever off of his unapologetically, catalog, was... unapologetically him. That yeah, was like, you fun. know, starting to get to an elder millennial standpoint, you know, he'll still always make bangers. a special place. Yeah, I guess. I still guess. Bangers. I, I know, like some of his music. Nothing will be cushion OJ, but just don't think NASCAR mm. and Wiz Khalifa, you know, to your point, Jason L. Dean, maybe even Morgan Wallen still don't yeah. understand a big deal about Morgan Wallen. Every white girl and their mother loses their shit about this fucking guy. And they have no idea what he does. But yeah, he's not even him. like that pretty. And like his music's OK. And he also got yeah, canceled. So maybe that's the thing. It's bad boy central. So who knows? Yes. But like his music all sounds the same. It's yeah, like, that's that's it. That's the cookie cutter shit that people like. And like, it's like Charlie country Puth. music isn't, yeah, kind of like Charlie Puth, but country music isn't country music anymore. It's just like pop with a country twin. Right. That's why you right? hit up that Coulter Wall or the Tyler Childers or that kind of bluegrass country situation. That's yeah. the good stuff. I need. Did you, you I see need you singing about like your your I don't know your song? Yeah, your like there's a literally a Coulter Wall song yeah. that he found like his girlfriend cheating on her, so he killed her. Like that's the whole song. That's the kind that's of country. That's the type music of country shit. I need, buddy. I need, I need boy. A, and he's from Canada. I don't need <laughs> Figure that one. I don't out. need a song about loving you more next to my hometown. I need a I need song, a song about raising right. hell and praising Dale. Yes, Lord. <laughs> hell yeah. They uh, did you see that they're doing a NASCAR race in Chicago this year? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I they're did. doing it's it on July first awesome. and second. I think it's gonna be cool, but then part of me is like, is it gonna inconvenience the shit out of my life for a day? Yes, it is. That's why you live in Chicago, Vince. I know, but they're gonna to they're gonna cut NASCAR. off so many streets. I'm not planning <laughs> right, and that's my thought too. It's like. I don't necessarily think that Chicago is the biggest market for NASCAR, and I guess they're trying to push for it. They're but those tickets are expensive, and they have the chain smokers and the black crows playing. Um, Once luckily, again, on no Sunday though, why. they're on Sunday they're having Miranda Lambert and Charlie Crockett. If you guys don't know who Charlie Crockett is, I went to go see a show like two months ago, and he's a fucking badass. He's like a rootin' tootin' cowboy from Texas, and it's it's awesome. Um, I love, but that. these. These tickets to go see this race is really? he, like they're like two hundred and fifty bucks for the lowest ticket. 
really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> like, I was like, like I, I, baseball I'll... going on the same day. That's the next right, question. Like literally anything shit show of epic proportion. It's going to be because it's the middle of July. It's the July 4th weekend. But in my mind, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I would have, I was thinking about going just for fun. I was like, if it's like a hundred bucks, I'll probably just grab one and walk around or whatever. 250, you can miss me with that. No shot. No shot. No shot. 250 to go see that. I'm good. Like, yeah, does Joey no, Logano this... even race anymore? Yeah, Logano races, but it I doesn't... like him. Yeah, I mean, there you have it. You Nobody knows who these guys are anymore. It's not like the good old days with Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, yeah, that's kind of, it's still old. Is he still a thing? Dale. Without, no, Jimmy, Jimmy's an IndyCar racing now, actually. Oh, that's you know, way NASCAR cooler. Really, NASCAR <laughs> way really cooler. needs, yeah, NASCAR really needs to learn from the open wheel platforms because like F1 has grown such a the following. Shit. A it's so cool. It's so neat. And the races aren't very long. Right, because the races are max seventy five laps, max because they yeah. can only do it in one tank of gas because they're in quote woke and want to save the environment, even though every single is that why that's happening actually, or is that all speculation? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, you know are you twisting minds right now? <laughs> Maybe a little feel like bit, the, but they're far it's, too aerodynamic a, to be filling up on gas. Also, well, do they shred hybrid. their tires in like two seconds? They're actually hybrids, and they have more no than one tire, Vince. So they have hard, soft, and the ultra softs. And they're right, all based that I off know. of color. And then not only that, but they race in the rain, right? And that's yep. a big deal. They have rain tires. So you know, these fuel are efficiency things. and grip. Well, that's what it's all about. That's that's why, yeah. you, you know, you have the ultra soft tires for certain different uh, applications and races. But F1. This is what really I wish we had an ED. I wish we had an ED ad sponsorship when you're like ultra soft. And I'm like, Oh, oh not anymore. <laughs> I really wish Anyways, we had one of those. <laughs> anyway, squirrel Anyways. moment. Go ahead. Anyways, squirrel. <laughs> but back to the whole racing thing. NASCAR, I really feel needs to take a page on the F1 book and shorten the races, condense them, make them more exciting and yeah. get rid of this heat. I don't like the heat platform where they're like, oh, the first heat, and then they reverse the field, and then the guys who have the best cars wind up winning the race anyways. I don't know. Uh, it, it needs to change, and um, one day, hopefully, it does. But to that point. Can they – yeah, I was going to say, can they, like, do a rebrand or something? I don't know. Or just, like, know your place. Because, like, I don't know if, like, LA, I feel like, is even more than Chicago going to, like, attract NASCAR people. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of Los Angeles, outside of Los Angeles proper, there's a lot of, like, you know, country-ish areas. But it just seems like Chicago's not the, it's cool that they're doing it, but I don't know if it's necessarily the demographic you're going for. But he will, hey, fun fact, Jimmy Johnson announces he will compete at the NASCAR Chicago Street Race on the weekend on Fox, he said. That he's gonna do it. So that happened, I think, today. Great driver. Ran for Hendrick Motorsports for many years. Yeah. Won numerous NASCAR championships at that point that was called the Next Tail Cup. Some say that the sandwich chain Jimmy Johns would have never happened without Jimmy Johnson, but who knows? No, actually you can credit Drew Brees more so to that than you can Jimmy Johnson. It's just close enough to his name. That's really the only reason why I'm going. <laughs> So, see, are, are are you are you just throwing shit out there now? 
you know. Oh yeah, I'm trying to bend the, the minds of people. <laughs> some say, not, "Hey, I didn't say it." Say. I'm just saying, some say. You, you 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 blame me for bending the mind with some real life shit, and you're over here saying like, "Oh, Jimmy I never Johnson, hated Jimmy Johnson." I never hated that. I was into it. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Jimmy John's though? It's a great sandwich. That hits. Worked there for four years. Shout out to it. You did. I did in high school. Oh, that was a whole time. Slaying sandwich. I got you that whole boy. menu in memory still wow. to this day. What's your fa- okay squirrel moment? If we're going to school, yeah. what's your favorite sandwich, Vince? Um, originally sandwich? it was the Italian nightclub. Actually. I originally, I like that. Okay, it's not the best Italian sandwich you're gonna get, but now yeah. it's the Club Lulu, little bacon turkey action, nice and fresh. I like that shit. What about you? Yeah, I'm on the same track with you. I, you know, our fat kid brains really work very similarly. I'll go a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go bacon. I'll even one up that. Add extra avocado and mayo. Oh boy. Oh yeah, cover it. Make it sloppy. Make it sloppy. You know, the creamier the better. Pause. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, Vince, there's some more shit we got to talk about here. So yeah, what if I told you, Vince, that in order to find my inner peace, I was going to go sit (laughs) in the dark for four days? What Aaron Rodgers is the most special person <laughs> in this world. Uh, that's where I'm going to put him. I I get it. I guess like I, there's something that I probably would consider doing if I had exponential wealth like he does. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat for four days, and he said on the Pat McAfee show today that he is going to have his decision when he comes out of it more than likely, um, which is great. You know, take your time and figure out your decision. But it's just it's playing into that whole Aaron Rodgers thing, like the stereotype that he's sort of creating. Like, why don't you just go do it? I wouldn't say anything about it because you know it's going to start a shitstorm unless he wanted to. He loves the attention. He's such loves a whore it. for it. He is. He's, such he's, an attention he's more of a whore than Tommy Hoggs. I mean, really, he is. Yeah. You know, not, in a, not in a sexual way, but just in no. a, like annoying high school girl who needs attention way. Yeah. Like throwing out like silly like conspiracies while he's at this celebrity program at Preble Beach, and people are like, "Oh, you gonna go play with Devonte?" He's like, "Yeah, maybe he buys me a house." <laughs> and saying all this shit yeah. like, "Oh, who knows where I'll play?" I just want the attention. And I'll go back. Okay, hypothetically though, Vince, if you're getting paid sixty million dollars, I don't care what you're about to do. I don't. I don't care if it's fucking eighty-four million dollars. Yes, but no, this season he's going to make sixty yeah. million. Insane for one season. It's insane. Oh, is retirement still on the table? I heard McAfee ask him that. He's like, yeah, no, but fuck it's off, not, bro. He's no going way. to make sixty mil. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. He's such a douche. He is. Mm-hmm. He is the epitome of douche. And I mean, you can say that on the on the airwaves today. I mean, oh, yeah. if we had a, a podcast douche award, he wins every first, year. Yeah, first win every year. There's first dub a lot every of year things. For the douche of the year. There's a lot of things on this podcast that we disagree about, but there's one thing that we won't. And it's always going to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Except for in the beginning, you're a little Packers Mike, but you came around to it, and I like it. So yeah, you we're know, out here. It makes me happier to get rid of that. You know, old habits. You know, I, in the beginning, it was like you know, it was it was the pandemic, and he was on the show with the McAfee boys. And yeah, I enjoyed that show. So I watched. Yep. I hit applause. I'm like, you know, he's not that bad of a guy. But you Ooh, know, he got you in Stockholm just, Syndrome. Shut up. Is that what he did? Is that what he did? Is that what he did? 
take it easy over there. Anyway, you had a way out. You had a way out. <laughs> and I got out. I, I saw the light. Yeah. And he's the okay. show's douche. He wins the douche award of the Tag yeah. Squad podcast. But what no are you? Worst. What are you thinking? Like you're gonna like. By the way, who decided that sitting in the dark for four days was like a good idea? Sensory like, deprivation is, is a thing. I'll give it to him. It's a Fine. thing. Like I, I heard it changes the way you think about things. But I'm just in my mind of minds. I'm like. I'm not going to tell people that I'm going to do this thing unless I want people to speculate about bullshit. And maybe he's an expert marketer or maybe he's just the worst person ever. I'll take the latter. Um, but it feels like that he's just, you know, like, uh, I need to tell everybody I'm going to do this. So I'm like a big, like, smart, intellectual type of person. And I don't care for it. Yeah, what I would say here is that maybe he wants to confront the hat man and he feels as if the Dude. only way that he can truly confront the hat man is go sit in the dark until he appears. That's real. Just like fight him, fight him to the death. What if they <laughs> found him like some what if they found him in some like it's bloody <laughs> like just like in the fucking room, they open the door, they go to drop his lunch off one day and it's like some fucking shit out of the ring where his face is all fucking contorted and <laughs> purple and blue and shit. And it's like, I'm like, going to the shit, lions. The hat- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Detroit. Then, it's like, what happened? They dose him with ayahuasca. And oh, then shit. the next thing you know, he comes back to life is fucking Aaron monster Rogers. And he's a lefty he's in like, place for play 15 f- more years. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to play for the fucking Jets. I figured it out. I'm a lefty now. And then he's like, can't throw the football anymore. I don't know. It's so interesting. But once again, he's a, to your he's point, a a sensory, yeah. sensory deprivation understood why it could be positive and good for you. But then again, just to sit in a dark little house for like four days. I, I don't know. To me, it's like, I'm okay. That's a rich person ever. thing. If I wanted exactly. to sit and do it in a dark room, I would just turn my lights off and sit down. I turn get taking yourself out of where you're at, where you don't have choices to do stuff. I get that, but it's definitely a rich boy thing to do. I think he's going to come out of it and realize that it's Jordan Love season. They'll put Jordan Love in. He's going to be bad, and they won't have a quarterback for the next 20 years. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, that's what we're praying I'm not for biased. I'm not even for. praying for it. I just, I'm confident that's going to happen. Well, how many quarterbacks can you get that are elite levels back to back right. to back to back? This is That's, not even fair. No one does. No one gets that. But somehow the Packers got it. The Chicago Bears have been football fucking purgatory for the past 20 not years. Not anymore. We'll see. I like my guy. Count chickens before they hit. Yeah, we, we love know, our I guy. Like my guy. All those fucking speculation of, oh, he could get traded. He's not going to get traded. We haven't really talked about that. We have a little bit of time here. There's no way he gets traded, right? If he gets traded, I, I've said this numerous times, I will denounce my fandom. The stupidest thing I've heard as of recent, Vince, is that the Saints now are trying to reunite Justin Fields and Chris Olave. Quote and this is the stupidest line of bullshit I've ever heard. Because... <laughs> yeah. I don't know what package they could put together to entice us to get rid of the first pick of the draft. And then we we're going to draft Bryce young and unproven commodity. 
Like, I'm sorry. I'm not in for this. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm not. For, I feel like that was a Saints page or someone that's trying to just get the, had get the juice rolling. Um, but also, what kind of haul is are the Saints going to give us for Justin Fields? And then the third thing is I don't think Bryce Young is going to be the first or second quarterback taken in this draft. So it, it w- I don't understand why we take him first overall. Like I would rather have CJ Stroud, honestly. I would put Bryce Young too for me, but I think that Will Levis is going to get picked over him too. So I'd pass all that shit, take what's already relatively proven, and build around that. Um, I just think the Saints want Justin Fields because he's good. I think that's honestly where that rumor is coming from. <laughs> Who doesn't want Justin Fields is the real question. Now, what the, I the do Chiefs. believe. Yeah, right. Pretty much. What I <laughs> yeah, do believe right. to be true. What I do believe to be true is that they're going to build the hype up to say, yeah, you know, we're we're looking to to draft a quarterback. Potentially, they're going to be assessing at every, all options. We're assessing all options. They're playing the game in quote. I believe in a perfect world. We trade back twice, maybe to two and then four and maybe get a Jalen Carter. Rumors are swirling around recently. Or like a Will Anderson. Is, yeah, I would prefer Jalen Carter. He's an absolute fucking freak of nature, but okay. uh, time will tell. Okay, I get it. I do I do believe, though, these rumors of T. Higgins to the Bears for the first pick in the draft just needs to stop. Because to me, that would be... That's not going to happen. It would be too much. Am That's I right or happen. am I wrong? Too much for T or too much for the Bengals? No, like... That that's way too much to give up for T. Higgins. Supposedly he's asked for yes. more than enough money, but Yeah, that's see that's the thing too, is he's gonna want a big payday and he is a wide receiver one. I'm not giving the first pick to the Bengals for T. Higgins. That's stupid. Like in any draft, I still wouldn't pick T. Higgins first overall. So you gotta put yourself in that yeah. head space. It's like, is he worth a first overall pick? Would you have done it in the draft that he was picked? If the answer is no, then don't trade it. Um, I think you can get T. Higgins for a way lesser deal only because he's trying to get paid like that, which is also a reason why I don't think the bears are going to take him right now. It doesn't make any sense, especially if yeah. they want Claypool to have a bigger role and they want to get some rookies in there and change the team around. I don't think T Higgins fits in that time frame as well. Um, not saying that I wouldn't want him. He's obviously a wide receiver one on a team where that already has a one. Um, but in reality, it's like you're going to have to, what I think would happen is they would go like, two and then to the Colts, wherever they are, four or six. Um, and then maybe put a package, a little bit of a package together, but I still wouldn't want that personally. I agree. I wouldn't want it either. I do believe though, that there's going to be some stupid trade. I just hope we're not on the receiving side of it. (laughs) I don't think we can. I mean, there's a lot of leverage and I have, I have faith in, in the, in the Ryan and Matt this time that I didn't have last time we had one. So okay. I'm hoping you have faith the tides will in turn. this Ryan and Matt. Now, here's the real question that nobody's talking about. Stetson Bennett, over yeah. or under the fifth round? Under. You no doubt was, about even, it. Even with all the new allegations, <clears throat> well, not allegations, he got arrested for public intoxication. Yeah. Mac Jones did too. Uh, under, <laughs> he's gonna go second or third round. Someone's gonna reach for him, and then they're gonna realize that it's like Brandon Whedon all over again. And he's twenty six and he's older than half the NFL. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. So he's probably gonna go to some team like the Cleveland Browns as a backup plan or something stupid like that. Yeah, I see him going high just because you know 
proven winner and all that stuff. You know how that goes. Draft type gets people working and they say, oh, maybe Stetson Bennett might be like a fringe first rounder. And then he goes in the third. And they're like, oh, he was underdrafted when in reality he should be somewhere in the fourth, fifth round. So uh, what do you think? About, I think I think he goes in the fifth round. I really do. OK, I, I think legit he goes in the fifth round. I think he's a is it age or guy. just ability level? Both. I just don't think he's very talented. No offense to him. He was in a perfect system for him. I agree. They had the best defense in the country and and one of the best offensive lines. Like I could have stood behind that offensive line and delivered a couple strikes. Yeah. You're same age. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So So there you have it. No, if anything, he's your age, you know, he is, he is only a year younger than me, (laughs) which is pretty crazy. There you have it. So if anything, Vinny Boy could be back there fucking delivering strikes. And college is just a memory to me, so that's that's really wild just to think about. I didn't go. But anyways, yeah, I think what I'm really over, like, kind of stimulated on right now is Anthony Richardson, this kid out of Florida. They're saying people love him. He's the Malik Willis of this draft. Yeah, he's totally the Malik Willis of this draft. He's got he's like, got yeah. all. He's a big guy. He's fast. He's got arm power. He's got all of that. And then he's just the rawest player in the draft. He's like a guy that you're going to put behind someone and that's going to study for three years and then hope for the best after that. Like he's, he's a guy that goes to a team with an aging quarterback, that kind of deal. But yeah, someone's going to draft him top 10 and or a 15. And it's just going to be an overdraft for the century. It'll be like a Raiders thing. It'll be the most Raiders thing to do. The Raiders. <laughs> Josh McDaniels will be like, mm, I did it once. I'm going to do it again. This time he's right handed. Yeah. I'm going to bully this guy. <laughs> That's basically all he's going to this guy. We're going to win a playoff game and no one's ever going to hear from us ever again. Yeah, um, right. What's interesting right now, though, and this is a total squirrel moment, but nobody wants the Arizona Cardinals job. Have you seen this? Yes. Kyrie Irving. Nobody Kyrie wants Irving. this. Just as bad. Kyrie. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Me. Might Just as well as be the NFL uh, equivalent of Kyrie. Yeah. Which we will get No to. one wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. Everybody's like, screw this. I'm not even. Because he's, he's getting paid a lot for a long time. Kyler Murray's very talented. We'll never deny. I mean, not will, but I'll never deny that. He's very talented. No, very I just talented. don't. I, I think the, you know, not even going to say the IQ is bad. I just don't think he's like as dedicated as you should be. I think he's a bag of dicks. I think bottom line, when you're told you're the shit your whole life and you drafted in baseball, football. Why didn't he play? Fa- Why didn't he play baseball? Why didn't he just do that? I think because he knew he'd get paid faster and start faster in the NFL. Yeah, you're getting and... the shit beat out of you, though. <laughs> and also it's less individualistic. Like it's Maybe, baseball's ideal. You know what for he him. does, Vince? Maybe he just like fakes injuries for the rest of his contract. And then it's like, you know what? I'm retiring and I'm just going to go play baseball. He goes to play baseball for the Oakland athletics or wherever they are at that time. Right. <laughs> like he could do it. Like, Hey, I'm just going to go play triple a ball. I've made all my money and I'll just focus on this now. And he'll get, Think I mean, he it. won't get the Jordan treatment, but he'll get like the Tebow Jordan situation where he'll fast. He'll be track better than all of them though. He'll be minors. better than all of them. Yeah, though. for sure. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson's the only comparable thing, but Kyler Murray was a first round draft pick for I yeah, Russell, which is also stupid. No, he was like third or fifth or something like that. But um, Russell was Kyler Murray back then too. He's in the Colorado Rockies. I'm dangerous. <laughs> people are looking at this fucking guy like, "Who the fuck are you, dude? Get him the fuck out Be of careful. here!" He's like, "I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go play football." He's like, mm, "I'm gonna go to Wisconsin mm. and marry a white girl." Danger, danger time. <laughs> 
Sierra, though. Shout out to her. <laughs> well, yeah, now he's with Sierra. As, as ridiculous as he is, he's still goddamn one. <laughs> it still worked see, out for him. If you still, still want to see the cringiest video of all time, go watch the video when Russell Wilson was drafted by the Seahawks and his girlfriend like yeah. losing her mind. It's the funniest yeah. shit ever. Big mouth. No offense to her, but big mouth. Oh, she you had knew that an upper deck townhouse mouth that I've ever seen. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. She could have had teeth removed. Jesus. <laughs> There was, there was two anyway, rows on that shit. <laughs> but I heard a conspiracy today that we should talk about. So there is okay. a thought process that Kyler shut him down for the season because he's hurt again towards ACL, right? Right. So shut him down for the year. He's not going to be ready until midseason anyways. You tank the season, right? You get the first pick in the draft next year. You take Caleb Williams, restart entirely. And then trade them for a bunch of value, or whoever. Maybe they'll look at that contract. But this he's is like Josh Rosen once. with a Mercedes. Josh Rosen is. This is not. We can't compare the talent. He's a Honda. Right That's what I'm saying. He's the Mercedes of Josh Rosen. If you're going to do that, like they're going to have to get rid of him. Who's going to overpay for Kyler Murray though? Somebody. The Patriots. Maybe. Maybe. Imagine in there. becomes maybe a gamer maybe with Billy. Billy. Maybe Bill gets his hands on and is like, all right, let's whips him into shape. All right, all right, we're not playing any more video games. All right, so yeah, I don't care about this. Bullshit hey, what, call what is this Call of Duty? Game. What's this, what call, this of duty call of Duty bullshit? Duty game? You Your Call of Duty is to play quarterback for the New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That's you know, we, yeah, we we really uh, we really like what you do, and uh, you're gonna stop this video game bullshit. And we're gonna win some Super Bowls, so. Buckle You're going to throw a ball to this 5'7 white guy from Wake Forest or <laughs> some other <laughs> random fucking college, he's, he's <laughs> and it's going to work okay. out. He's as tall it's as fine. you. It's okay. He's You'll taller, and he's still short. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, a lot of things that I'm hearing, uh, it's going to be interesting to pay attention to as we get closer. But let's get to some NBA news, Vince. Shall we? There's we a lot shall. of news in the NBA today. There is, and um, usually we're not a biggest NBA pod. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm always watching. I'm always in the in the rafters. Uh, but this one was national news. Kyrie Irving, previously of the Cleveland Cavaliers and Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets now, is on the Mavericks. Had his first practice today. So it actually, the Mavericks were looking, or the Nets, excuse me, were looking for another team to maybe get on a three-day. Didn't happen. Confirmed trade at the end of it. He goes to Brooklyn, or he goes to Dallas with Markeith Morris. Brooklyn then receives Spencer Didwitty, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2027 second rounder, a 2029 unprotected first rounder, and a 2029 second rounder. Luka's going to be on the team for a while. I don't see that, that 2029 pick becoming an issue, but it is unprotected, so Luka decides to go somewhere else. You're in a situation where you might have an unprotected pick when your team isn't that great. My biggest thing takeaway, and we're going to talk about the whole Joe Tsai thing, but my biggest takeaway from the actual trade of this happening is the Mavericks got rid of a lot of their depth for a guy that's going to start and needs the ball. You got two guys that need the ball. They're both going to score like 100 combined every single game. So we're at a point where it's like, hey, are they just going to run on these two guys and hope the rest works out? I mean, it might. It just might. Okay, so back up the bus for a minute here. What's the difference okay. between an unprotected pick 
and a protected pick and our condoms involved and <laughs> what happens here yeah I'm no confused. they don't wear condoms okay. unprotected means if it's a if it's a first round protect it would say protected top 10 protected lottery protected 15 okay so, like if, so it's if not they, gonna if, be if it, like okay they get the pick no matter what basically they get to pick no but, matter what you know, it's not it's not gonna be in the top 10 potentially depending on how good slash bad they are yeah, and it doesn't matter what it is, but you know, if Luca leaves and they're bad and they get the third overall pick, this isn't protected from that, so they're gonna lose that pick. That's basically what okay. That is. So it's like the NBA draft equivalent of like soaking. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Zach Wilson okay. special. It's yeah. the Zach Wilson special, is right. Okay, right. understood. Got that. Now, to your point, I have no idea how the hell this works. Um, with Luca, with Kyrie on the same team. I don't know how two scores coexist in this world. One needs to be ball dominant to facilitate. Yeah. They're both ball dominant scores and they're going to play alongside each other. I don't know. This is typical Mark Cuban, just trying to make a splash to make a splash. He wanted to, he wanted to to make a splash. He he tried to do the same shit with Porzingis and it didn't work. The only thing, and I think, I mean, Kyrie Irving's better than Christoph Porzingis, for sure. Um, the only takeaway I can have from this is Luca's a great facilitator, too. He's got all those things in his bag. He's used to scoring the majority of the points for this team. And, like, the guys that they gave up were 10, 15-point scores. Kyrie Irving can average 25 in a season if he wants to, which could help him. Um, and then it brings up the other issue, which is... He's a difficult person to get along with, very obviously at this point. I don't even think that it's an opinion anymore. Every team he goes to, it gets rough at the end. And the the Nets, he wanted to trade technically for like two years. He just keeps requesting him at weird times. And then he shuts up about this like anti-Semitic black Hebrew thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we haven't heard from Kyrie in a while. And then suddenly he demands a trade. And you're like, oh, fitting? I don't know. And then he comes, and then at the very end of it, he comes and does an interview, and he says, I'm really excited to go and play with the Mavericks. Cookie-cutter example of exactly what he said to go to the to the Nets and to the Celtics. He said he was he was excited to play with Brad Stevens, and he said he was excited to play with Luke. It's like, great, but are you actually? Who knows? He's he so full of shit, it. it's impressive. I it's would say wild. this eight days ago. He stated that he's in with the Brooklyn Nets and staying with his guy KD and wants to win in Brooklyn and all this happy, good political bullshit. bullshit. And then literally the next week requests a trade, demands a trade, won't play because of calf soreness. He is a total psychopath. He is the definite, like you use floppy piece of shit pretty loosely here. He he's might a floppy be floppy piece the- of shit. He is the main, he's the main example of a floppy piece of shit. Think about this opinion. for a second. The Brooklyn Nets are becoming the NBA's floppy piece of shit team because not only was Kyrie on that yeah. team, but my favorite yep. other person is on that team, aka Ben Simmons, who I guess can play again, uh, and not very well. Not well. He he's a useless <laughs> not piece well. of shit. And Kyrie, for for a minute there, you thought like, okay, maybe him and KD, KD will come back. They'll make a little run. No, that's not going to happen. Combo. You know, I just don't see how it happens in Dallas. They're not going to go for any championships. I mean, they might make the playoffs, which they, they will. They'll make the playoffs. It, it, They'll probably just, get to the second or third round, and then you know they're out after that. That's how we keep moving. Now, my question yeah. for KD is, what's the next steps for him? He left Golden State. 
ideal situation. Golden State runs it back, wins another championship um, without him. Like it, it didn't yeah. even matter. Clay came back. Everything's fine. Okay, fine. Now, what does KD do? I mean, he he's got to get out of get out of line. town. Well, where gotta. is he going to go? Trade him anywhere. True. Send him anywhere. I mean, he he doesn't have he doesn't have the utility to. He doesn't have time. He doesn't have a roster right now that's competitive. Ben Simmons is his two, and he can't score for the life of him. Like, there's too much going on right now where it's going to be too difficult for him to move. And all and also an aside. With Kyrie, he said that he that the media attacks him and never talks about what he does on the court and only what he does outside of it. Uh, stop, stop saying that. You're the one that's doing it. So I just wanted to do a side there. But KD, he's got to go somewhere. The Nets got to trade him and just you know cut bait and and move on right now. Okay. In my opinion, I think. But if you had to pick like three landing spots for KD, where does he even go? I mean, selfishly. He'd fit pretty damn well in the Bulls. <laughs> well, you got to give um, up Levine if you're getting him. Fine. Get rid of him. Think See ya. It. I'm jacked. Really? That. Your ahead. guy. Your guy that you I love him on this, on this podcast for. Right? I love him. Yeah. You're saying get rid of him for Katie. Would you trade Patrick Mahomes for, or would you trade Justin Fields for Patrick Mahomes? In three seconds. Exactly. You think it's That's the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant is one of the best players ever. Like it's not even arguable at this point. He's an insanely good scorer. Like, but if he came would, to the Bulls, they would want IO. They would want IO in that. Go deal ahead. Like live Go ahead. But what are we gonna no get in one's, return? No you're, one's, you're getting rid of your. No one's untouchable. You're getting KD. I mean, obviously, it's not working out too well. You're getting KD. Like, go ahead. What if get we got? What if we got like, like? What if we traded Levine and Vooch for KD? That would be huge. That'd be wild. And then you got Drummond in the starter. You still got DeRozan cutting rugs in the middle. Yeah. Big fan. That would be nasty. That yeah. Be I can so also nasty. see him going, you know, more realistic spots. Like, I can see him going to a contender right now. I don't think that's completely off the basis. Like, if he... Well, like Boston? Going to play in Boston. If he go, I mean, that would be so unfair. That would be OP. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not even fair. I did see walk. talks about Kevin Durant to your Phoenix Suns. There's talks about that. that Try to get be... Chris Paul that win, that ring. That might work, but you, you'd probably have to give up Devin Booker, no? Nuh-uh. I don't think so. I think what they'd be they able to make a trade happen. Uh, draft picks and, and young guys. Cam Johnson, somebody of that nature. Um, based on what people are saying, I don't I don't necessarily think that's completely accurate, but you know, you got maybe you send Aiton that way. Yeah, um, I was just about to say DeAndre Aiton would probably be a big trade piece in that. And he doesn't Yeah, or Michael Bridges, somebody of that nature. Right. You just kinda you move some some young pieces and you get KD at that point, and you're like, I don't even care who plays center. You could throw Jay Crowder in there. It doesn't matter. Bismack Biombo, bring him in. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he out. goes to the Suns. They're an immediate title contender. So, Him and Deep possible crush. Yeah, I know. Trying Roll. to get Chris Paul that last championship. Dude, yeah. Chris, Chris Paul, Paul just throwing behind his like head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every corner three, every alley Like, it's, it's just game over. It's game over. Well, I guess David Stern former NBA commissioner vetoed a trade for Chris Paul to the Lakers with Kobe many moons ago. And because he said it wasn't going to make it competitive, even though 
LeBron do you know why he was able to do that? No, I do not. A little NBA historian action here. Um, he played for the Charlotte Hornets at the time. Or was it the New Orleans Hornets at the time? It was. Yeah. Um, New Orleans Hornets were either completely or partially owned by the NBA. So because of that, like part of that connection, because the NBA owns part of it, they have the ability to veto that trade. If he came from a team that was completely a private entity or whatever you would call it at that point, where it's owned by specific people, then they would be able to make that trade as long as the money matches up. So if he played for any other team and they wanted to make that trade, he would have been on the Lakers, but they couldn't because David Stern's like, it's not good for the NBA if they move him and get him out of that market. When in reality, I think he was just trying to beef up the market there and, and get the team sold. So Sketchy stuff. David Stern did some did some sketchy stuff. <laughs> no That's doubt about that. Interesting. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Not this guy. Not this guy. Look at you. NBA historian. Consider me learned. Consider me learned. Uh, you so, see, Mr. LeBron James. <laughs> well, let's talk about the the GM for the for the Brooklyn Nets. Really yes. Bad. Yes. Good point. Yes. So Joe Tsai. I mean, <laughs> what happened here? So, like, supposedly. Like he was like, I'm not giving Kyrie anything he wants. From yeah, what Kyrie read, wanted to go that, to the Lakers. He right. wanted to. He wanted to go play with LeBron again. Even though they had a falling out too, I thought. But who knows? Seems like Kyrie is just like that moody bitch that, depending on the day, either likes you or loves you. It's like she loves me. Yeah. Not. Sorry, loves Mercury was in retrograde. <laughs> Sorry, Mercury <laughs> was in asparagus, and I just felt <laughs> fishy that day. Like who knows? Like what was going I just on? Felt fishy. And, but it ran in a train. <laughs> a yeah, but Joe, Joe Tsai, when Kyrie uh, demanded a trade, Joe Tsai said, get him out of here. Don't send him where he wants to go. He get him out of here. He said, uh, no, not sending you to the Lakers. Instead, I'll send you south. Instead of west, I'll send you southwest. And you're going to hmm. Dallas. I think that's a badass move. Kyrie Irving's been nothing but a piece of shit for that whole like thing. And I'm usually player-friendly. I'm usually like, I prefer... The players get their, you know, get what they want or whatever it may be because they're the one that runs the league. It's different in this scenario because Kyrie Irving is such a goddamn problem all the time and it's always about Kyrie Irving. It's like, yeah, do it in spite of him. If they give you a better offer, yeah, who okay. cares? Also, the Lakers don't have anything to trade. They would have traded him a yeah, first-round pick in 2029. And you're like, you okay, I'll just us? get the same thing. from. And that's the funny thing. They got the same thing from the Mavericks. They got a first round pick in 2029 where the Lakers could have done that. So it's almost like a spit in your face. Like, haha, like nice try. Yeah, no. And then LeBron's going to go bitch about Rob Palenka not doing what he needs to do for the team. And I'm the best GM on the team, even though he hey, just runs people out of town and ruins. Maybe teams. it's me. Mike. But maybe it's me. Yeah, you sent me that tweet <laughs> where he had like an emo thing on and like, I wish oh, is he I so knew. sad. He's you know, a- tonight will be the night that I. <laughs> That's literally what he seems like. LeBron James in a cryptic uh, little tweet. Uh, he posted so earlier that he. It was um, an eye, like the two eyes emojis that are side eyeing, and then a crown, which in LeBron language, let me translate it for you, means King did it again. King's up to something. Look at the King go. Um, and then like a couple hours later, it just said, maybe it's me. And I was like, gotcha, right, maybe bitch. that was about Kyrie Irving, but no, I, it's he's going through so email. 
My question is, is why are all these grown ass 35 to 45 year old men getting all weird and teenager on us? Tom Brady posts a nude and LeBron's like, LeBron. (laughs) No, it's Tom Brady too. Oh, you Um, bring Tom into this? Well, yeah, Tommy Hogs. And I like him. I like the guy. Um, But in, in reality, it's like. LeBron, what are you doing? And then, like, literally, that popped up, and my first thought was, "This is going to be a two-hour segment on on or on uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp the next day." So, yeah. the first take, Stephen yeah. Smith going off. Skip, here's the thing: LeBron James was trying to get Kyrie Irving back to. <laughs> You're funny. He liked my cardigan, <laughs> and he wanted to come oh, hang out. By the way, Vince, you have a cardigan. Vince is a big cardigan guy. Did you know? I was. I don't wear cardigans much anymore, but I used to a lot. Okay. All right. Back in my college days when I was a fake hipster. You were a fake hipster? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, 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 like, every now and again, you bring the hipster style back. Like, every now and again. Yeah, I mean, I would, not to toot my own horn, but I'm a relative style guy. I like to look good in what I wear and shit, and sometimes that requires that. Would you disagree with that? Like, I, I like no, no, to I mean, get you a know, fit I off. I would disagree with the little hats, but, you know. because <laughs> You don't like the winter no. hats? <laughs> no, the little hats are a little much for me. Oh, you they're know? comfy. I feel like, I, I, that's fine, but you, you feel like you're about to, like, go to, like, I don't know. The like lollipop guild? Mixer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee mixer or something where there's going to be an acoustic set and a guy yeah. like, you know, singing about the environment or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, That's if you guys know goes. Taylor Swift, <laughs> it's like, oh, God, get him out of here. You guys know any Taylor Swift hits? It's me. <laughs> Hi. Okay. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> that's, that's LeBron. See? So back yeah. to the point. That is LeBron. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about LeBron. Um being 36 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's yeah. record. Insane. Yep. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, there it could be broken already. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's combination of the playoffs and the regular season, correct? Or is this yeah. just the regular season reward? I just because, saw that it was total scoring. I didn't see if it was both the regular season or... Which um, is still fucking wild. It's still super still, wild. Um still wild. I think he's actually pursuing the actual record now, which is, yeah, I mean, it's wild. It's it's proof of longevity and say what you will want about the guy. I'm not a huge fan of LeBron James, but they're, I mean, he's a legend. You can't deny that anymore. Okay. You will, In what but way? you can't. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see LeBron James play in a different era because, in my opinion, he would be nothing more than a role player. In 2000s. No, no, no. All right. I'm talking that's, like that's, 90s. That is, that's obscene. <laughs> what no, you just not. said is crazy. No, it's not. No, it's not. He's 6'9", like 245 with a jumper. That's fine. And he's strong and he beats through, guys. I wanted to see him play Patrick a role Ewing player? in his prime. I want to see him play player? Shaq in his prime. I want to <laughs> see him play fucking, he did. you know. He did play no, Shaq in his prime. Yeah, and he didn't do well. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, he did. He went no, to he the finals. Dude, come on. Not against Shaq. I know, but that's Shaq. just that is just crazy talk. Like I get it. Like he annoys the hell out of me, but role player Mike, come on. Vince, here's all I'm gonna no say. No way. No here's shot in hell. Say. Okay. Hear me. Okay. I'm gonna say. Okay. Here's why he wouldn't exist in that time. He couldn't play yep. defense. He really can't play defense. Wrong. 
Incorrect. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get into that in Wrong. a minute. Can't play defense. Not only that, all right, is a crybaby pain in the ass more so than anything. And then three, all right, I just don't think he's got the he, – he doesn't got the juice like that. Like Kobe could have competed then. He did. He played in that era. LeBron, not so much. Okay. He has, he has six all defensive uh, – he's got five all defensive first teams and one all defensive second team in his career. Did he ever win defensive player of the year? No, but that that breaks it okay, down to so okay, many people when okay. you're scoring. Michael that much. Jordan in the same fucking year won MVP yeah. and defensive player of the year. And we're gonna he's sit here and guy, act like it's the same thing. He's the mm-hmm. only guy that's worse Wait. than Michael. <laughs> he's the only guy that's worse than Michael. There's so many stats to back up this argument, dude. Like he's no. gonna score the most, he's gonna score the he most nothing, ever. He's he gonna be top more. ten in assists. He he's a shooter, he's adapted. Guys. I get no it. Not a role player. He's literally oh, yeah. Scottie Pippen reincarnate, he, and he's faster. Fine. Okay. If that's what we're going to comp- compare it to, then yes. He and he's a Scottie Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not disputing the fact that he's you not a Hall of Famer. You said a role player. <laughs> Scottie, in a way, was a role player. No fucking shots. Get out of here. I'm done with this. <laughs> Go look up both of their stats. I'm just saying. I mean, Scottie, in a way, was the Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman. Yeah. He's not a yeah. He's not a role and player. He's a second, they, you know what that is. It Scotty Scotty and him are actually good comparisons because they're ju- they're both giant crybabies and have yeah, quit on I'll their give teams yep. in the playoffs. Scotty Pippen. I'll give you that. He couldn't make the final shot. Right. Tony Kugo, just baby. Just saying. All right. That's all I got. That's my that's my rant, and I make valid points. Just saying. Uh. Stop okay. Quick check in. Quick check in for the little, oh, little Betsy. Oh, the little, bet, the bet. Yeah, how, I, yeah, you know, I get I get caught up on LeBron, and I get mad. And um, you know, if you want to, the only time you, you don't bring it up is when I'm in a good spot, huh? I see how it is. Uh, hey, the Bulls hey, are on a three game win streak, Mike. Yeah, Vince, you, we got a long way to go, and the trade that's coming up. I'm just saying you were getting at me when the they trade. were in 11th last week. You were getting at me. Now they're in 9th. I mean, Vince, that that they could be right back there next week, bud. I mean, they got they we'll got see. the Pacers and the Raptors, and they lost against the Pacers last week too. So, you know, not necessarily looking good to say the least. The Celtics are rolling; they're going to one hundred percent take the East Dude, this year. Talk about rolling! The Bucks eight in a row. Now they're one game back on the Boston they're Celtics. Bus, they're Bucks a good are team, and so Very are the team. Philadelphia 76ers, And I, they're going to lose in like the second round again. You know, so. you can't sleep on the Cavs though. I mean, the Cavs are looking good. Good young team. Yeah, good, good young, young team. team. Got some good role players. Not only that, yeah. but who's the who's the guy from Utah? That I'm thinking about Donovan Mitchell. Beast. Donovan Mitchell's on that team now. I mean, Darius Garland, beast. They could yeah. potentially make Evan a Mobley's run. a I beast. I could see that team. Squat. You know, <laughs> yeah. Smidge of a dark horse. Smidge of a dark horse. Just saying, not saying. But yeah, the Bulls. Um, okay, yeah. So they're on a little bit of a three game win streak. Beat the Spurs the last play. night, which is kind of a big. Yeah, but yeah, no way. No way. I just don't see it. Hey, happening. they're up on you're the Grizzlies shake. right now. You're going <laughs> to shake. Come on. Yeah, they're up by a point to the Grizzlies right now. It's it's not like, oh, my God, they're going to sweep the Brooklyn or, or you know, this whole thing. No way. And then they got the Nets <laughs> okay. tomorrow. And then they got yeah, the Cavs on Saturday. Hunter Deadwitty versus Zach Levine. Very fun. Um, either way, I mean. We know this. If the Bulls end up not making the playoffs this year, bye-bye goes my beard. If they do, then Mike brings me 
to dinner. Very cute. Yeah. Very awesome. Going to yeah, be very nice. Be either way, either, either way. way, I'm either going to line up my beard or I'm going to shave this baby clean. And the only what company I'm going to do, do that with, with is Henson Shaving. So here's a word from uh, Henson. The Henson Razor. It puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. The razor's made with CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. Um, we talked about this last week, obviously. We're back around again. I use this, so I get I get my hair cut, I get it lined up by the barber. And my biggest concern every time I'm done with it is like, hey, I'm not going to get a haircut for two weeks. My beard's going to get wild. I would use my razor with the multiple blades, and it would just, you know, it would just basically ruin my beard. Because I'm like, I can't get this line perfectly. This is perfect. It has unique head design. It has one blade in it. It's very thin, very precise, and it can just kind of get right into there. Um it has as exit channels, so I know the biggest problem that everybody has is how do I clean my razor after it, and it's always a pain in the butt. This time, they have these nice little spots at the bottom of it. It's a single blade. You can run water right through, and the hair goes right down the drain. Clean. To your point, I've never Vince. had a razor that's easy to clean. Never. To your point, Vince, I mean, I shaved before this wedding I went to last week, right? And I'm very particular about when I shave because I have very sensitive skin. And usually there's certain parts of my face that'll break out or I'll get razor burn. I don't get that with sure. this razor at all. Ooh. And to your point, I think with the technology that they use, I mean, we're talking aerospace engineering here. We're talking materials that are used on the International Space Station. I mean, Vince, I'm not breaking out anymore. And not only that, but the handle itself and the razors themselves are so light. I, I don't know what we were doing before. Easy to pack. Easy to do everything. It is not <clears throat> like your normal razor. And the biggest kicker here, cost of ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor. Better for the environment. Stop using plastic razors. Use this metal one. So go on the website, hensonshaving.com. Use the promo code TAXISQUAD at checkout. And receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of a razor. You got to put them both in your cart. So put the razor in your cart. Put the hundred pack of blades when you're checking out Taxi Squad. T A X I S Q U A D. And for most users, this amount of blades will last two to five years of shaving. So promo code Taxi Squad HensonShaving.com. Hop in. You're shaving your beard, Vince. Bottom line. Uh, Anyways. I'm not shaving my beard. <laughs> Speaking about sucking, um, yeah. if anybody had the wonderful chance to watch the backyard football game of NFL yeah. players over the weekend, <laughs> aka the Pro Bowl, uh, I don't know. I, I I just don't give a shit anymore. Like the I went on YouTube.com. Yeah, I went on YouTube.com and I watched the highlights. And here's my quick takeaway. Takeaway here. Um, did I watch any of it? Yeah. Uh, the skill competitions were cool. Um, I liked the. Uh, they did a long snapper punter kicker thing where they're playing tic tac toe. That was kind of fun. It's all kitschy. It's all BS. It's all very childlike, which is good. It should be. It should be going towards the kids. Um, the flag football game was pretty lame in my opinion. Uh, best catch very also lame. pretty lame as well. Best catch is not the dunk contest. It's a 
the dunk contest isn't even good anymore, and that's a lame version of it. So that kind of sucked as well. So uh, my takeaway is it was fun for kids. Um, I don't think any of the players really enjoyed it, and it doesn't mean anything anymore because Tyler Huntley was playing quarterback for the AFC. It doesn't mean anything. Gino played quarterback for a little bit, and then like Trevor Lawrence. At least he had a good season, you know. Yeah, like Tyler Huntley didn't even have a good season, (laughs) or Derek Carr. He had a bad season. I love the Derek Carr shade on his former team, which I think is great. That was awesome. Where they asked him, like, "Oh, man, you were hot today." He's like, "Yeah, I think that's the best thing I did all season." He goes, Mm -hmm. "Why I'm not going to be here anymore." I thought the shade that he threw not only on himself, but because they were in Vegas too, which is funny. They were at his his home stadium. Not Um, anymore. But yeah, I mean. They're going to need to switch it up a bit next year. We'll see what they end up doing. Just get rid but... of it. Just get rid of it. There's no sense in it. Just and just do the all-pro teams and call it a day. Because obviously right. Pro Bowl statistics don't matter at all. And it's boring and dumb. No. No. It's stupid. But, you know, you skill competitions like... are fun to watch. Yeah. The get okay. get back into it when, like, the top-tier players were in those competitions. Yeah. Like, top of the heap. Like, top quarterbacks were playing in that game. Yeah, like there's a whole, there's a whole, um, <coughs> excuse me, there's a whole video on YouTube of like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and a couple other guys going up there and like slinging it and hitting targets and having long throw and stuff. That's fun. Do that kind of Cade stuff. Mc, but Cade McNown was in one of those. Yes, he That's was. A cool name. Yeah, King that Cade didn't McNown. Work out. Uh-uh. King Cade. Not even Terrible. close. Could have drafted close. him or Dante Culpepper. We took him. Awesome. Yep, sounds about right. Anyways, sounds about right. Sounds like the most Could have Pat Mahomes thing too. of all time. Could have had <laughs> Pat Mahomes, but we go with Kiss and Titty Mitch. Anyways, yep. um, yeah, the competitions are okay. I think the Senior Bowl was fun to watch. You know, to me, that's actually a real football game where they're actually that's the Pro each Bowl other, so. in reality. Yeah, yeah, like that that's should just Bowl. be the Pro Bowl, and let, like it would be cool if like the players coached. Like that would be cool. Be a fun element. You know, Vince, of all things that I actually watched over the weekend that I enjoyed from a sports yep. perspective, that wasn't football. Okay. So everybody's going to look at me like I'm crazy right was now. Ben Simmons. I'm not. <laughs> no, not Ben no. Simmons. <laughs> okay. Of all Whoops, things, female college basketball. Dude. Badass. I watched South Carolina play UConn. Yeah. Kai and I watched this on Sunday morning. These Those are two good squads, too. Battling. Battling. Mm-hmm. It was impressive to watch that game. It was actually really exciting. Like, I've never been invested in a women's college basketball game in my life. And that was the first time I was like, fucking girls are balling. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, dude, they. So I'm at that they stage. They can ball, in, dude. <laughs> they in can this ball. Time of the year. I am at that yeah. stage at this time of the year. Yeah, G- I, that Gino Uriema guy or whatever he is, he's a legend. He's been around forever. Yeah. Been yeah. around forever. That, that's that guy's a fucking madman. Uh huh. He wants he's to see insane. people win, dude. He got a full blown technical foul because he threw a water bottle on the court for. I mean, granted, bullshit call, but he's a beast. it was. Insane. <laughs> he's used to winning. <laughs> it was insane. And this is how you know. Okay, here's how you know. The girl that you decided to date and got engaged to is pretty awesome. When you were going to like change it and she looks at you like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, I'm sorry. Sorry. So pretty cool. Yeah. How dare you? That's, (laughs) that's, that's like the best sport thing I watched all weekend. 
Yeah. Hey, Notre Dame's good in women's college basketball. And so is DePaul. So don't forget it. That's the only, uh, that's the only. That's your alma. That's your alma right there. I know. That's the only thing I can plug with my alma mater because they're so fucking dreadful. The, the, the female softball team actually used to be insanely good. Squad. Very cool. Very cool field. I used to work on that field back in the day when I worked for Campus Recreation. Fun fact. What did you everywhere. used to do on the field? What were you? Like, I just had a super. People? I had to supervise it when club teams played there. It was really stupid. I just watched a bunch of college kids play like football and shit, and I got paid for it. So there's worse. Was ways it to awesome? Live. Eh, sometimes you sometimes like... it was soccer <laughs> oh yeah you're not good at soccer <laughs> no i wasn't Vincent. playing soccer i was watching i can't play i'm the one that's doing the i wasn't refereeing but i might as well have been but yeah it was just a bunch of bunch of guys just running around I, the only time i watch soccer is if it's a world cup or premier league that's about it i can't i can't get into the soccers we've all talked about yeah. this i'm just too large and too caucasian for that anyway in charge oh dude soccer's large... such a white sport <laughs> it's made for white people well, no it's a global sport actually it's a global yeah. sport um yeah it's it's the global sport just not for this guy you know mm-hmm. it's not for this i get guy. it i get Anyways, it baseball baseball's coming up soon we'll be soon i'm looking forward to it but pro bowl not so much senior bowl was fun to watch anyway I do believe, though, that if you did get a chance to watch any of the practices for the Senior Bowl, there is this kid out of North Dakota State that is an absolute unit and probably Carson Wentz. No, got himself drafted easily, easily in the first like three rounds. Okay, like just an absolute unit. What does he play? He plays right guard. Ooh, big boy. He is a freak, dude. It is impressive to see how large this human being is. His name, here, I'll, I'll plug it right now. His name is Cody Mock. Cody Mock. Put on a mocking clinic, and he's probably going to get himself drafted in the first three rounds because of his showing at the Senior Bowl. So this shit does matter. Stetson Bennett was outside getting fucked up. He wasn't at the Senior Bowl. Probably would have been better in Mobile. Yeah, because but it's not Senior saying. Citizen Bowl. But thank you. Just say it. Oh, okay. I see what with that one. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, he probably should have gone to the Senior Bowl because I guess a lot of guys who are on that fringe, if you don't go, you're looked at negatively. Like your boy Malik Hooker was there. So. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, I, I don't blame Stetson Benton for not going. He he's older than all of them by a large margin. So he just chose to go do D-Gen things. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I probably would have done the same, but that's why I'm not in the NFL. What everybody's been waiting for, Vince. Yeah. Super Bowl picks, Super Bowl talk. I'm jacked. Let's get after it. The Super Bowl is here. And there's a couple uh, things we got to talk about before we really take our picks here and and talk about some talk about some uh, little bets we might sprinkle here. Uh, First Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I was thinking back. I'm like, yeah, damn. Like that doesn't really happen often. Well, so. I mean, one, yes, he is full blown African American. The other is actually he's mulatto. So still, white, yeah, black, just still, I don't think you can say that anymore. Sure. By the way, it's a fucking Italian way to say it, but <laughs> that's that on that. But Isn't either that way, the that's cool. Pronunciation mixed, mixed. Okay, let me put this. No, yeah, the, the second word mixed you said, you fucking <laughs> mixed race family. All right, moving on. Uh, Nick Sirianni said that 
Uh, he got asked about the Evan McPherson thing last year when he went out and watched the Super Bowl halftime show. Nick Sirianni made it clear that no one's no one's standing out there and watching the halftime show because optics wise, bad look, bad look for Mr. Evan McPherson. Yeah, I I wouldn't be out there watching the halftime show. Why? Because it's Rihanna. I mean, I would, <laughs> but again, not in the NFL. <laughs> Why did somebody do that last season? Evan McPherson. The kicker? Yeah, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Went out and watched it, and he said, I have to watch it. I really like it. I'm like, I get it, but. If I'm the head yeah. coach of that team, I'm like, get your ass in here. We're, we're not fucking. Who played the team. Super Bowl last year? Cincinnati Bengals and the Rams. No, the halftime show. Oh, it was Dr. Dre. Oh, Snoop. yeah, I don't blame him. I don't it was all him. the old Interscope <laughs> I forgot guys. About yeah, it was, that was amazing. Sick. It was amazing. Yeah. And then they brought the rock out to be like the master of ceremonies or some shit. I don't know. It was like, huh, yeah, why the rock? That was the worst part why about it. <laughs> it was like, yeah, um, time. it's like, since when did the rock do this? I don't know. Yeah. Get, get, uh, I keep thinking Bruce, uh, Michael buffer to come out there and do it. He should be the one to do that. They're both, they're um, both good. Bruce and Michael. They're Buffer's both great. Like, I like Bruce you know, buffer both... more. You know, Michael buffer is more of a Michael legend. A legend. Do you know, they yeah. didn't know they were brothers. I did know that. I didn't know that they, they learned this. Didn't know. Yeah, they didn't they know they were brothers the until they were like in their 30s. They both got in the industry separate of each other and then talked about it after, which is crazy because they both like That's sound similar and they're like the biggest like call guys for, I don't even know what you would actually, announcer, I guess, for fighting. It's, it's insane. Like hype man, kind of fight, yeah, fight hype man, something like that. Yeah, I and I mean that's a fitting name because I get absolutely jacked up when they're both on the stage. Oh yeah, so oh yeah, I get Vince that. Is a big UFC guy. I love UFC. UFC. If you haven't noticed by now, I like to dip my toes in many, many uh, sports. Soccer, not often, but UFC. My brother is a big fan, so I'm able to kind of connect with them say hey what happened here why does this happen and he gives me the lowdown so i do love the ufc i will watch most of the big fights um i won't really buy them but i'll go out and find it find out where to watch them but um all right well then the what's that i said or you'll rip i would never the do that i would never screenies? ever do that ever i've i've never done that dude how dare I've you never done um, that. how dare you even put me in that category yeah, it's crazy. Uh, then I guess before we get into the, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, are you excited for Rihanna? I'm pretty jacked for Rihanna. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's a that's a good choice, you know, because usually it's like always Beyonce. You know, Bruno did it one year. I think Rihanna's yep. a good one. Here's the question, Vince. It's not are you jacked for Rihanna or whatever, like, but what song is she gonna play? Like, what's the first song she comes out to? Want you to make me feel? <laughs> I would go no, fucking eight. I'm, telling you, the song, I'm telling you the song it's going to be. Ready? Okay. Yep. Please don't stop the music. Probably. Right oh, now, right. So walks in. Please don't stop the. I'd be like, yeah, oh, it's gonna... fuck. Exactly. That's going to be it. So that that might be a prop bet to put on. I wonder if that's a prop bet that you can put somewhere. That'd be cool. It, it's going to be please don't stop the music or Umbrella. One of the two. It's going to be that she's going to definitely I mean, I think her her biggest song is is Love on the Brain. Um on and the then brain. We Found Love is her is her is her third biggest song as well. So Do you think Drake's going to make like a total simp like like feature at the Super Bowl? 
Like, I don't. I mean, he could. Like, I suppose. Like how funny would it be if like Drake was on a leash to like? <laughs> <laughs> she like pets because like boy. the most because because the most epic love story that she that that's ever been told is Drake's in love with Rihanna and she never gave him a which. Chance. Listen, I don't blame the man at all. I've been in love with Rihanna for a very long time in my life. I still am to this day. She chose goddamn gorge. I know, and I don't blame her. But if she wants a guy that looks just like ASAP Rocky at any time, just reach out to me. I look just like him completely. So I look nothing like him. (laughs) But hey, you know, you can't see me. You're just listening to me. So call him what I'm repping. Oh, that old ASAP mixtape was absolutely good shit back in the day. Dating myself, anyways. Uh, no, I'm Jack Ford. I think Rihanna halftime show is going to be fantastic. You know, this is always like the fun time of the year. You know, now it's a week later than it usually is. Usually that first week of February, it all kind of all happened at once. It was great. It's got me kind of weirded out. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it this late in the year, but I'll take it. It's just more football, right? Just yeah, yeah, I mean, less lag time. Not here complaining. Yeah. I ain't complaining. But to that point, I've been just whooping that ass and picks all year. And I don't think I'm going to yep. stop now. So why don't not we last week into it? We tied last week. Um, just to bring this up, just so we know there's only one team alive, quote unquote, that any of us picked uh, for the Super Bowl, And it's actually you, um, you took the chiefs to lose in the Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay bucks. And now we're at a point where I took bills, Niners, both of them are gone. Buccaneers are gone, but you're the only person that has a team that's quote unquote active. Yeah. See? So See? Congrats Look at on that. that. So you break my balls for how long? I'm giving you your flowers, Mike. Here, right? Hey, yeah, listen, right. I didn't need to say that. I didn't need to say that, Regular but I did because I like champ. you. <laughs> Got one of the picks, and I said, chances are it's going to be the Chiefs and the Eagles. You know, I was a little upset that my Bengals didn't make it because I put out an early prop bet for them to win the AFC, and they got totally dicked. But yep. What are we going to do? We got it. Yeah, Chiefs we're not opening Eagles that discussion ball. again. <laughs> No, I'll lose my fucking mind. But yeah, sorry, we went ape shit last yeah. week. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. we both we got um, into a heated argument. This is going to be a great game. Chiefs are looking like they're going to be the visiting team. Eagles going to be in their home greens, uh, playing in the desert. State Farm, formerly known as Arizona University Stadium, whatever University of Phoenix Stadium, formerly known. yes. So it's going to be in Glendale. It's going to be crazy. Same week as Waste Management, which is absolutely bananas. Insane. So it's going to be a party out in AZ this week. If you could get there, I'd recommend going because you'll. If you're not there yet, you're probably already fucked. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. If you're not going now, you ain't going. Uh, But with all that, who you got, Vince? Yeah, I mean. I've said this multiple times about both these franchises. The Chiefs, I liked when I was a boy, and I still do, and I always have, and I had that Priest Holmes jersey, and I loved it. Um, The Eagles, next-door neighbors, also old neighbors of Mike as well, Um, Philadelphia natives, love the Eagles. So they were kind of my second team. I had a Donovan McNabb jersey when I was young. I'm at a point where I can't really lose. I'm just saying I'm at a point where I can't really lose this, which is good. Um, cause last year I felt like I really lost it. Um, yeah, but if I'm taking anybody, I got to stick to my own blood, the team that I liked more than anybody besides the bears as a boy. And I'm taking Kansas city, but if the Eagles win nice, it's kind of how I feel. Wow. What about you? That's uh 
That's a real chicken shit answer. Anyway, I said that I took the Chiefs. Um, I took them. Give me the Chiefs, anyway, bitch. I'm betting on them. Yeah, God like, damn. You, you put you you put it you put it out there, and then you're like, but if it doesn't happen, it's okay. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. It's because the neighbors it's are gonna okay. listen to this podcast because, and they're gonna be like, hey, Vinny, what the fuck? Because our neighbors. They're going to burn down my parents' house. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no they still are anyways, to this day, dude. They're still anyways, are to this day. I know. I'm just kidding. Anyways, I'm rolling all Philly this because, yeah. A, I love me some Jason Kelsey. think he's great. Yeah. Uh, and what he's Kelsey Bowl, baby. Is, it is a Kelsey Bowl, so it's cool to see them yep. both in that game. Um, Jalen Hurts is an absolute underdog story. Love it. Got a chance to see him play live in college at NOU, which Very was dope. awesome. Um, guy has really stuck to it. Great teammate makes it about his teammates. Doesn't make it about him, which I love. And I think, uh, you know, Nick Sirianni's got these boys rolling. I think they got a hell of a team. I think that defense is moving. I think it's going to be a great game. Bottom Only line. thing I'm worried about with that Eagles team, like they're so complete. It's just the run defense in Kansas city. I mean, they're not the best running team in the world. So this might be a good matchup for, for Philadelphia. But also, it's a Super Bowl, and literally anything can happen. <laughs> We've seen that far too much at this point. I think the secondary for the Eagles is incredibly stout. I think that front five is fantastic. So yes. I don't believe there's any other way that the Eagles lose this game unless there's like some sort of epic shitting of the bed. Mahomes. Spread the ball around. It's Mahomes magic. It's always possible. It can come from it's anywhere. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be some. Hey, we can root. I think the best thing to root for is a good game. Because last year we got a really good game. Whether or not you know, we I just hope, what we wanted. I to just do. hope the players have fun. You know, that's all I hope. Yeah. I, hope fun, I think they should do a skills competition instead of the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would just be so much better. They Maybe should they should play flag instead. football. <laughs> they should play flag football. I mean, anymore, it feels like, you know, that's what it is. But with all that being said, this is going to be a insane game. There's going to be a lot of money put out there. So it's going to be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it all. It's going to be great. I now, agree. With all that being said, Vince, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be the Super Bowl if there wasn't a bunch of silly bets. You know, if you can't yeah. bet the color of the mustache on the second guy, whatever. You know, so what are some of your fun prop bets that you're really liking this year? I do it every year, Mike. I'll give you my first one here. I do it every year. The last three years I've been correct. Two years I've been correct. But I'm doing it three years in a row here. I'm taking heads. Taking heads. Okay. Everybody takes tails. Take heads. Minus 103. You're not getting good odds on it, but sprinkle five bucks down you get a good feeling right off the bat if you're right if you're wrong hey move on to the next one it's a win-win situation because either you got something else to look forward to or if you win nothing else besides that like i did last year hey at least you won one well there's also that one and then there is the duration of the national anthem which some people yes. do which i think it's like what there's like over under two minutes i think this minute this year is two minutes and five seconds if I ever get the opportunity to sing the national anthem at a sporting event such as this, I would drag. I would start off really, really. I I think it'd be good. I'd start off really quickly, and everybody would be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And then I'd be like, "Or the land." <laughs> Slow it down a lot at the end. Oh man, I'd just make every better shit their pants. That's what I'm trying to do here. 
No, I'm curious who's going to sing the national anthem this year. That oh, it's going to be Chris Stapleton. It's going to be oh. Chris Stapleton. No, that's going the, over first. I take sure. the over. That's exactly what I'm saying. But that also, there's a way. chance that he's going to have no flair for the dramatics. He's going to bring his guitar out there and he's just going to do it normal. And at that point, the line's probably at a point where it could be tough. But that's a fun one to root for, too, because at that point, you're already done with your first bet. You you know, rip the Band-Aid off and move on with the day. Right. Could be interesting. What else you got, Vince? Okay, so we got the you're taking heads. Yeah, there is a fun statistic, though, that if it is tails, it is proven that the team that received the tails call has lost every Super Bowl. Every single time. Every single time. Literally. Like the you know, whoever, 20 years. if heads wins this year and whoever wins it, that team's going to win. It's basically what it's looking like. You should get ready for yeah. that. Um, other than that, another one right at the beginning of the game again. Um, opening kickoff touchback. This has been a big talk in on social media circles and in different shows and things. Is there going to be a touchback? I'm going to take the odds and say that it is going to be a touchback. Most people are going to root for that run out people get jacked up i think that the returner is going to be comfortable and happy just getting down on a knee not trying to pull a devin hester you get plus 125 if you take that i think that's easy money um obviously it's very possible that he runs it out but at that point i think you know experienced teams experienced returners it's that far into the touchdown just touch back get that plus 125 and move on with your day cue up billy joel because it's easy money. What else you got? <laughs> and what the last one got? here, crazy odds for this. This surprised the hell out of me. Obviously, it's not a given, but Travis Kelsey first touchdown odds plus 700. So I might Whoa. put a responsible wager on this one. And yeah. by I might, it means I will. And it's going to be responsibly more than I'm used to betting. And if that ends up working out, then your boy's going to get a decent payday out of it. So Travis Kelsey, first touchdown, I think it's uh, I think it's a 50-50 shot, if you ask me. 50-50 shot? Yeah, I think it could very well happen. If I mean, that's my Eagles don't target. get the ball first and the Chiefs are running down the field, Kelsey's getting that TD. I don't think there's any other option. It's very, very well possible. Either that or it's going to be like Jarek McKinnon or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. If Isaiah Pacheco ends up running it, I'm going to be pissed. That guy's going to be something all year. <laughs> it's going to be something goofy. There's always something that happens. Always something really special. Happens. Could be. Could be. Very well. Could all be. right, Mike. What do you got? All right. So the options they give you, and we're going super prop right now is the Gatorade color at the end for the winning yeah. match, right? So Which I thought year, was definitely going to be red. I thought it was definitely There was be red. no red available on the list. So clearly yeah. they know what's going in, right? So the odds on the lemon-lime traditional Gatorade color, which is yellow, is plus 180. The orange was plus 320. And then the blue is plus 380. I'm feeling orange because a lot of people said red this year. I thought it was so going to be red. Closest, what's the closest color to red on the color screen? We're going to say orange. Well, I'm thinking because they don't have brains go. They don't have green, at least as an option. Right. And they don't have red as an option. So they took the team colors out of it. 
which my thought is maybe they bought a bunch of Gatorade for the Eagles and the Chiefs and the Niners and the Bengals. And the only color that isn't represented in this is the Bengals color, meaning that they probably are going to use that. So there's no mistaken on is Arian Foster right about the whole script thing, which he's was kidding. But um, I think they're going to yeah. put the orange in there. So I like that bet for you. Yeah, plus 320, looking looking good, looking good. And then, you know, I'm not going big on the opening kickoff. I'm not big on the heads or tails. I'm not big on the duration. I'm not big on the first song of, you know, the halftime show and all the bullshit. Yeah, what you don't I like really fun. Like, I get it. Not that I like fun. I'm more realistic. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> take so, it easy. Jesus. Take it easy, Vince. All right. <laughs> what I do like for a player prop to score is Boston Scott. Fun fact, Boston Scott has scored in every playoff game that the Eagles have been in this season. Intrigue, against the Giants intrigue. against the 49ers. So last week, high odds. This weekend, also high odds, plus 550. Could see God the damn. teams becoming incredibly creative on that. So, I mean, that could be something. Anytime touchdown score, plus 550. Anytime, too. That. Anytime. That's the big thing. Anytime. Anytime 550, that's good money. That's huge. Even if it doesn't so, work out, you can't even be mad at that bet because it's just good money. Right. I mean, you can't be mad. You know, it's all entertainment anyways. You know, you bet on what you can, you know, reasonably Responsibly afford. pay. You know, if you have a yeah. gambling problem, call that number. 100 gambler, that, do it. Parlay material. Yeah. I have a parlay that I think. Parlay Mike. Parlay, parlay scare Mike. the piss on of, me, but parlay Mike's yeah, here. Yeah, but if you, if you got the stones for this one, this might be for you. Okay. So if you're feeling a little risque, okay. Ooh. During the Super Bowl, there's some crazy shit that always happens. This is the last game of the season, right? So they're throwing it all out on the line. Well, Jalen Hurts to score a rushing touchdown has always been something interesting to me because he does it a lot. So I think he's going to do it again. Now, Patrick Mahomes isn't someone you would necessarily believe to have a rushing touchdown considering the ankle injury and all this good shit. But he's going to be 100% for this game. He's had two okay. weeks off. He's going to be 100% for this game. There's no hey, way that's a six right? week. that's a six-week recovery period, they say. He's going to be fine. Toradol's an amazing drug. He'll be good to go. Built now, different. He is built different. Kid's tough as nails. So if you parlay Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts for an anytime touchdown score, your odds are plus 1,146. So if Hello. you bet $10, $146. You bet 100 we're talking some big money here. So this could We're be about a thousand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a long Hello, shot. Though. It might be something yeah. to sprinkle something on, but you know what? If they're looking desperate to get a touchdown, they're on the one yard line. Patty Mahomes fucking push it in. Jalen Hurts is rushing all over the place, which he usually does. Anytime touchdown the, too. So it, it doesn't even need to be a rushing, correct? No, so it could be anything. They score a touchdown. Philly, doesn't matter. Philly special. Philly, Philly special, special comes back. Maybe toss maybe it into the QB. Just a little creative. Maybe Nagy's back there. Being him, you, you just Dude. don't know. It's possible. I like it. I think that's possible. fun. I might actually sprinkle some on that as well, just to you know, be part of the boys. Be a part of the boys, you know. And and, and as always, you know, wherever you're going to be watching the Super Bowl this year, we do hope it's with your grandfather. Yeah. Um, bottom line, we really hope it's with that guy because he's a good guy. And and, and if you're sitting next like to him, him, you know, you you should really let him know that, like, hey, grandpa. You know, I got a podcast for you to listen to. Because the text him that, that link on that cricket him, wireless. Yeah, text him the link. He'll even if he's got a flip phone, teach him how to use it. He's got yeah, the big jack. buttons. Big Hit buttons. Listen. 
hit listen because you could do it even if you got to go t9 with it to the kids listening i don't even know what that is forgot about but, t9 <laughs> T9's what's up, and that's not a negative or, 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 or bad thing, but T9 was a thing. Anyways, and then as far as, like, modern era goes, you know, you really got to make sure you like the podcast and follow the like podcast it. because we, we would really oh, appreciate man. that. And then not only that, and while you're at it, you could rate it, right? So you could rate it while you're at it and, and then five give stars. us, like, five stars. And then depending on the platform, if you add all the stars together, it could be, like, a matter of, like, 15 stars or some bullshit. So we really I need you that. guys to do that. And with all that being said, we'll see you next week, people. Peace.